What's going on, guys? It's Matt with the Mad Diesel Podcast again. Of course, Cameron is here. Mr. Seely's here. Mike is here tonight, so that's a first. I think everybody's excited to hear what he has to say. And don't listen around your kids. Yes, this is... Or your wives or husbands. Yeah, I have a feeling this will be, like, really not safe for work, although I feel like Mike actually might surprise us. Maybe. We'll see. Well, anyway, so a couple things we're going to talk about tonight. I think we're going to try to do some diesel stuff, and then obviously it'll it'll scramble from there. But, like, we have had... A, last week, obviously, we missed. We've had one hell of a week at the shop. Um, it's well, been... Well, a couple weeks. I think for everybody. Yeah, it's been wild, for mm-hmm. sure. See, I'm real good at lifting and dropping the uh, 6.4 tags now. Yes, yeah, we had a 6.4 engine that kind of fucked us um our machine shop guy actually um and i, and I give it to him because he he did it the right way i'm not disagreeing with how he did it it's just that there's four oil galley plugs on a 6.4 that none of our other previous machine shops have ever pulled out but this machine shop pulled it out and they're about the size of i'd say like a dime so real easy to miss we yeah, missed yeah. it truck like, fired like up freeze plug style? yeah they're like a freeze plug, plug style um, we are, I missed it personally myself when I put the engine back together, put the engine in the truck, truck ran great, just didn't have great oil pressure. So, you know, within, I'd say maybe a minute of it running, I mean, it had enough oil pressure. I mean, it was getting, I think 10 pounds to the, the oil filter cap. So, you know, that's top of the line right there. So I think we were, we were good. We didn't hurt the engine, nothing like that, but obviously, you know, we had an issue. So cab had to come back up. And pull the engine out, pull the front cover, pull the rear cover, and all that fun stuff. Pound those in. And now the engine runs great. But, <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, quite the uh, phenomenon, Is that I guess. Dually? Yeah, that was on that dually. Where's that oil go if you got no plugs in there? So if it's got no plugs, the front cover's sealed all the way through. So it, it just kind of leaks into nothing. Um, it leaks back down into the pan. But the rear cover is not sealed all the way around there, so it's actually leaking into the bell housing a little bit. Kind of, you know, if, if you didn't really know what the hell you were looking at, you'd think it'd be a rear main seal leak or something. But That's what I was wondering. I was thinking if you got plugs missing, you're going to have oil going somewhere. I would imagine you'd see it eventually, right? Yeah, fortunately for us, there wasn't an eventually. I feel like and that, that could be a quick mistake somebody could make where, you know, hey, okay, truck's got good oil pressure if... You know, the light doesn't come on if, if you're revving it up, had good oil pressure, but at idle it had low oil pressure, and some guys would be like, okay, let's just drive it, break it in, whereas, you know, we took a step back and said, okay, something's going on here, you know, check the regulator, because um, it has a it has a bypass spring on the actual oil pump housing, so we checked that, you know, I thought, oh, maybe something's going on there, maybe the valve stuck. Um, nothing there, pulled the spring out, pulled the valve out, put a different spring and valve in it just for shits and giggles. Still didn't have good oil pressure, and I was almost about to pull the pump off, and I uh, called a buddy of mine who uses the same machine shop as me, and I'm like, hey, you know, just for shits and giggles, what? I'm not going in the wrong direction here. And he goes, oh, man, he goes, Steve pulled all those plugs, dude. He goes, I almost missed it, too. Um, I just happened to, when I called the dealer, they're like, hey, if you're ordering freeze plugs, he probably pulled these plugs, and you need these four dime-sized plugs, and he goes, I didn't, I didn't even know they were there either, so, um. So it's a pretty easy thing to miss, though. Yeah, I would say it's a real easy thing to miss. It's not something that your, your eyes are, like, drawn to. Like, a freeze plug, obviously, you see a big old gaping hole on the side of a block, and there's, 
Um, on the sixth floor, I think there was ten of them. So it's those are really hard to miss. Um, and obviously you'll have, and those are very accessible actually, even yeah, in the truck. The, yeah, you can get from the side pretty easy. Can't yeah, you? you can get them from the side, and then there's two in the front. So there's four on each side, two in the front, two in the back. The back ones would kind of be a bitch to get to, um, and even the front ones, once you have all the except front accessories on, would be kind of a bitch to get to. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's not terrible. I mean, you could. Yeah. It's doable. But these um, ones definitely not. Motor's got to come back out. Yeah. Oil gas. Yeah, motor had to come back out. Um, front cover, rear cover, obviously had to come back out. So if you guys are ever building a six four on your own, kind of a a thing to check. And I guess too, while we're on the subject, because previous machine shops have not pulled those plugs. So if you get a block back and it doesn't have all new, brand new freeze plugs, I was talking to our machinist and he's like, "Listen, the block will never fully be cleaned unless." every plug comes out of it so if you're you have even just a hone job done you need all the the, the plugs pulled out of that engine because obviously you got metal flying around and yeah, you gotta flush the coolant jack and everything right exactly yeah. so you it, the metal's going somewhere which means that so our previous machine shops whether and we haven't had engines come back or anything like that but our previous machine shops obviously there was metal that was staying in the engine even when it was built you know you got a brand new engine that has you know, and it, it, it probably will never hurt so the engine. I think it just get flushed into the radio, though, and just... More than likely, probably yeah. Probably just sit there and you never even know. Yeah, it probably more than likely you'll never know, never hurt it, but it's just the... I guess it, it, it's the difference in machinists of, like, okay, he really, really does a phenomenal job. I mean, so, that's, that's good. I feel like if you got a machine shop that's pulling all the plugs, you know you're getting a clean motor back, and, you know, if a good, a good machine job is really going to be the... Make it or break it when you put a new motor back together. Oh, a hundred percent. That means you come back with a bad, bad job for machining. You're right there. You're starting on a shit leg. Yeah, you've got a bad leg right off the get go. <laughs> right. Starting on. So Actually, that's, that's a good thing. I would say. I mean, now you know you're gonna check every one you send from now on. But yeah, you know it's a good problem to have. I guess. Yeah, we got a, a six liter actually coming back. We did some heads on. I don't know, probably a couple months ago, and he thinks that one of the plugs on the back of the head actually shot out of it. The freeze plug? Yeah, freeze plug. I feel like you'd know real quick. Well, that's what he said. He said he was cool literally... Cool and be everywhere. Oh, no, it was oil. One of the oil plugs, oil galley oh, plugs. Shit. So that's what he called me, I don't know, last week sometime, and he's like, dude, there's oil all over. I FaceTimed him and everything. And he was getting it out of the trailer because he's on the west side of the state, you know, three hours from us. And <clears throat> I'm like, well, it's, it was all over the hood. It was all, it was everywhere. But for it to get up to the hood, that's where I'm like, kind of like, are we sure it's coming from a head? Because, um, you know, there's, there's, it wouldn't, sh it's not going to go yeah, up it's like that. Run down. Especially at the back of an engine. Yeah. So I feel like there, there may be more to the story. Either way, I'm going to go, you know, pick his truck up and figure out a trailer and get his truck back over to me. So we'll figure it out. We'll see what's going on. And maybe that's something we'll talk about, you know. If it was a machine shop error, which I, I kind of highly doubt, I you know it could have just been one of those things. Shit happens. Um, just like we had a we have a Cummins head that we just did on a truck. Uh, it was a VP truck, uh, ninety nine to 02, and we did a head. No, you know we had some issues with some ARP studs stripping out. Um, got that figured out with ARP. Great company to work with. Sent me multiple studs, no questions asked. Sent them right over to me. Um, I had him, what, within a day or two. Oh, so I think it was two days at most. Yeah, I, I, I cannot complain about ARP whatsoever. 
But so we get this truck done, runs phenomenal, still runs phenomenal to this day. But the customer drove it home and then canceled his check on us and said there was coolant in the oil, which I had to finally convince him. I sent him all of our receipts, everything proving that we did the work we did, and finally, you know, convinced him to get the truck back up to me um, because obviously now I haven't been paid on it. And we, you know, obviously at the point where we didn't know if he actually did have an issue, but he kept changing his story like every day. You know, it was something different. Fuel in his oil, coolant in his oil, oil in his coolant. He, he didn't know which way, which direction he was going. So um, got the truck back up to us. We took a visual look at it. Didn't see any coolant in the oil, um, which is a good thing, which we kind of expected. We didn't, we didn't expect that there was an issue with that truck because we kind of put some miles on it because he had had a bad going with some other shops. Well, he was just wasn't happy with that answer, and like to the point where he wanted to fist fight me the other day. I mean, so what do you? I mean, what do you even do at that point? Like, you did the work; the work's been done. You put miles on the truck; truck's running. Now he cancels a payment. Now what do you do? What do you do now? Well, now I have the truck, and the truck will not leave until he brings me cash. Either that, or I will keep the truck. It is there's no option there. We did the work; the work is correct. We actually even sent an oil sample out to Amsoil. The oil sample came back yesterday, came back perfect. Everything was perfect. No issues with the oil. Um, nothing. There, he said it was the beautiful oil. I mean, looked well, I mean, great. It's got what, 100 miles on it? Yeah, it's got 100 Maybe. miles on it. So, yeah. you know, it, it, he said it looked beautiful. But, you know, the guy just, he still thinks we just dicked him. You know, I mean, to the point where he thinks we didn't even put the parts in that we said we put in. and You can clearly um, see it studs. You can clearly see the air studs. Oh, yeah, and here's another I thing. Mean, you for right on top of the motor. Yeah, the, there was too much molly paste, he said, on the studs, too. We just put that shit on everything. That was that was the last thing he said. Because he just showed up there the other day and was like, brought his buddy, you know. Now he's trash. He's got his buddy's trash talking to me all over the internet, which I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, you know. I don't care. Yeah, fuck the internet. The job was done properly, and if you can't understand that. So here is the next direction we go is, I guess, at this point, I have to get a state inspector out there. And if the state says, hey, the job is done properly, and the truck will sit here until it's paid for, and I will only accept cash at this point. There will be no option, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, I don't know what to tell the guy. I, I've been, and I, you know, he wanted to throw hands, and he wants to fight and all this stuff, and I'm not going to do that. First of all, that's just, and this guy owns a business. Well, you get nowhere. You're getting nowhere. Where are you going to get with that? So someone's going to get their ass kicked in the parking lot, then what? The truck's not going anywhere. Yeah. Are you going to fight him for it? I mean, yeah, I mean, I ever heard. to the point where he's like, where's the truck? I'm like, in the back. Well, where's the keys? I'm like, in the box. I thought, like, I literally thought he was going to try to rush the box and try to steal the truck out of the yard, which at that point, you know, you call the cops and they're going to bring it back. But, you know, at the same point, it's like, what do you, how do you help a customer who physically will not allow you to help him? Well, it's, yeah, but it's anything. You can't help someone who can't help themselves, you know, and if, you clearly proved you did the work. Oil sample comes back good. Okay, you got a little extra lube on your bolts. Who gives a shit? I mean, yeah, more is less. Trunks, you know, truck drives. I mean, at that point, pay your fucking bill and take your truck home. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's almost a money issue. You know, I don't if know. It's a, if it's a money issue, it's easier just say that. Just say, hey, I'm having a hard time coming up with you know five grand. Okay, let's work something out. Give me, give me three grand. 
take your truck, but as soon as you don't come with the rest of the money, I'm going to come get your truck. Yeah, I, and I've done that before. You know, people who are like, hey, I can't pay my bill. I can't afford it. You know, hey, I'll work with you. I'm not just an asshole. Like, I'll work with you. You're I want to get paid, too. You're an asshole. Oh, I'm for sure an asshole, but not <laughs> that way. You know what I mean? Like, I have helped. I'll help anybody out as long yeah. as they do their diligence. And obviously, they have to sign a repossession notice and all this and, you know, that. But I've never. Yeah, I think there's plenty of ways to go around, you know, if you got a money issue. There's plenty of options you can go, go with to help somebody out. I mean, you're not in the business to take people's trucks so they don't pay you, you know. Last thing you want is eight trucks that were sitting around. You already got seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't need any more trucks. It's not. I don't want your truck. We we are in the business of doing work to your truck, and that's it. You know, we're we're done. We do a good job. We've proven now that we've done a good job on the truck. I mean, literally, the guy went from I want to fight you to like he was almost like my best friend. I don't know what. The well, yeah, you got his truck. <laughs> yeah, but like even I let him get in the truck. I let him start it. He revved the piss out of it, and then he starts beating the shit out of his truck, punching it, and shit. Like I'm like, dude, what? Maybe he just has anger problems. He's got to be the most bipolar person I've ever met in my life. Hundred percent bipolar. Because you don't go from I want to fucking fight you to, hey man, yeah, I understand, man, yeah, I get it. So, so what do we do next? You know. And, that doesn't work. You, you pay your bill. You get yeah. the fuck out of my out of my lot. Yeah, and you could tell, like, because I had been, you know, keeping keeping in touch with him about this oil sample because it takes like two weeks to get it back, and he's like, "So what do we do if if the oil sample comes back good?" And I'm like, "Well, what are your other complaint? Like, that's your only complaint." So at that point, your, you know, and I'm trying. The job's to, done. Well, and I'm trying to, you know, not be that guy who's like, "You pay your fucking bill and you leave." Yeah, but at some point, I think you got to be that guy. Oh, I will. At some point, it's like. Dude, your fucking truck's done. Pay your bill, or we're, it's my truck. Yeah, pick one or the other. Because the truck's only worth what two grand more than the bill. That's the problem. Is the the truck ain't worth? I mean, it's a freaking one Cummins. Yeah. With a whole bunch of money and parts into it, that's not that pretty of a truck. So uh, maybe six, seven grand out so of I'm it. I'm saying you got a bill for probably close to five. Yeah, four grand. I mean, yeah. it's just it's asinine, you know. I got another, I got a 6.4 there right now. I, I've been super nice with this guy. He's actually, he was a good buddy of mine. And, you know, customer originally, good buddy of mine. I mean, our kids hung out. We went to their birthday parties and shit. Bought another 6.4. Um, we'd always worked on his trucks previously. Bought another 6.4, blew the engine. And the truck has been there. It's been like, there at least a year. Oh, it's been almost a year and a half. I think it got dropped back off when my truck was there the yeah. second time. Yep. Yeah, it's been there for a long time. Yeah, it's been there almost a year and a half. And, like, so he texted me the other day. It was, like, a week ago. And he goes, hey, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to do the truck. He's like, you're going to be at the shop Monday, you know, because I'm like, you're paying your bill in full now, like, before we even touch it. And here, I'll actually, I'll look through my text real quick. He says he's going to come up there and bring money. Oh, At least ten times. Oh, at least. I've heard at least ten times. Oh, bring a check. Bring us some cash. Yeah, that's, so like, even just looking, October, you know, this is just a quick swipe. October was two weeks I get my settlement, and then it was November, and then January, and then, so yeah, April, he finally texts me back, and he goes, yo, what's up, buddy, I'm ready, will you be at the shop on Monday? And I'm like, yes, sir, and so then yesterday I text him, and I'm like, hey, you know, are we doing the truck? If you're ready for the truck, cool. Let's do it. 
If not, we're, you have a storage bill now, like, and it's not cheap. I'm like, I can't, I can't just let it sit here anymore. Like, you're going to get charged storage for every day it sits here. And then, as you can see, looking at my phone right now, nothing. And all he has to do is literally text me back and go, I'm ready or I'm not ready or, hey, can I throw you like a hundred? I don't care if it's freaking $10 a week. Something. Something. To show me, like, hey, we're, we're going to move forward, not backwards. Like I said, at one at what point is it, do you say, come get your shit? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a year and a half in storage, that's got to be six grand right there. Let's see, 365 times one and a half, right? I think I did the other day, it was like 14 grand. Yeah, yeah it's $14,000 in storage. That's, that's the same cost as a motor bill. So at what point do you say, yeah, nineteen grand, nineteen thousand. So at what point do you say, hey, come get your fucking truck? Did we change our storage rates? Nope, thirty-five a day. Come get your fucking truck, get it off my lot, because now what? You're gonna spend thirty thousand dollars of his motor bill plus the storage. Well, I understand you'll give him a deal on the storage if if he's spending money getting his truck done, but still, it's like, dude, get your shit off. You know, pay for your shit, get your truck done, or take it home. You can't yeah. pay for it. Put it in your driveway. Yeah, it's, I mean, say, hey, you know, how much do I owe you? I'm not going to store it here right now. Like, we have uh, another customer, speaking of storage, another customer goes to me, goes to me, goes to me, you know, finally calls me, goes, hey, man, you know, I've kind of been out of business with COVID. Um, and he goes, you know, your, your last office guy, he only called me once. And I'm like, let me stop you there, dude, because I've called you multiple times. I said, every week I update your storage because you ghosted me. And it was like a hurry, 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 get this truck done. Let me spend all this money, get this truck done. I got it fit or I got it sold. And then next thing you know, just nothing. So then, well, probably like a, a three weeks ago. It was now, about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks ago now, he calls, you know, he called me. He's like, can we do something on this storage? And here's what, where he's like, he only, you only called once. Well, how did you know you had storage on your bill if I only, or if my last guy only called once? First of all, and then I'm like, listen, I've called you quite a few times. Well, you know, and that's where he gave me a sob story. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm like, let's do this. Then I said, I'll work something out on storage. The truck needs batteries. Can we put some batteries in it? Yeah, yeah, throw some batteries in it. We throw some batteries in it. Get it running. Call them. Ghosted. Ghosted. Yeah. Once again. So now it's it's not leaving without the storage fees again. Like I'm not gonna work with and you. Then, then it's like, dude, not, I, I told you I give you a, I told you I give you a break. Now it's like, here's your storage bill. Pay it or don't. Well, he called last week because <laughs> you know the batteries were dead. Listen, it ain't that quiet. You got to turn the one. You got good. You've got oh, a yeah, good speaker yeah, now. Yeah. It was. I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine with it facing that way as well. Yeah, it's pretty okay, decent. See, see. Well, yeah, no, he called last week. Because the batteries were junked. We, we told him. Did he, say, he come get it? No. No. Oh, okay. But it, the, the three weeks or whatever, we called him. We said, hey, you know, hey, you know, everything's good. The batteries are junked. You want to throw a set of batteries in it? And he called, I think, two weeks ago and said, yeah, that's fine. And I think I called him a couple days afterwards because we, you know, put the batteries in it. We drove it, made sure everything was good because it's been sitting forever. And I just, I called him, I think, twice since then with nothing. Yeah, like I said, at that point, it's like, you know, you got to work, you understand you try to work with people, but at that point, it's like, fuck you. You know, I try to work with you, you fucking ghost me, fuck you, here's your bill. Yeah, you can't, you, pay, pay your pay, pay your fucking bill, get your truck out of here, or don't pay your bill and I'll keep your fucking truck. I mean, like I said, at what point do you just stop being 
the nice guy in working with these people after months and months and months of trying to work with them and getting nothing in return. Yeah, but then you're the dick, you know. Who gives a fuck? It's your then, shop. Then everybody blasts you on Facebook, fuck Facebook. and you know this, fuck that, Instagram, and the other. Fuck Twitter. Who gives a shit? It's yeah. your shop. You want your fucking truck work done? Drop it off. Get your truck work done. Pay your bill. Take your truck home. Yeah, and I would That's say how it works. I wouldn't say this is like everybody because I, I don't want to give all these customers like a bad name. This these are just very like the the one percent, you know. Right, or the two percent. I mean, that's, that's still that's three, and we'll call it a year. Oh yeah, that's still three too many. I feel like like that's yeah. that's dick. It should never happen. I feel like yeah. As I said, if you drop your truck off. You're obviously expecting a bill, right? Like, yeah. If I bring my truck to you, I'm obviously expecting something to be done and to pay for that to get done. Yeah, everybody gets a paycheck, right? Like right. everybody. It's like, it's like I don't understand why would you would drop your truck off and then not expect a bill or just think like, oh, well, I'll just let it sit there for a year while I save money or something. Like, who who the fuck does that? Yeah, you can save all the money you want, but you got to realize that storage is getting charged on top of it. I mean. Now, the limo would be kind of cool. It's like a big party bus is one of them. Um, it's got, it's pretty bitching. Like, it's got a bitching sound told, system. I told you last week, I'd give you 2500 bucks for it, cash. Get Fuck it off, that. Get it off your lot. That don't even fucking cover my shit. And, like, I have had to do, like, I've had to get rid of trucks, like, impound them and just, like, get rid of them. People don't come and get them. That's what I'm saying. Like, at what point do you do that with these trucks? Like, hey, buyers, come get this thing. Yeah, but then I don't get my money out of it. It's a problem. Yeah, that's true. So if I if I think there's a slim chance that a customer is going to pay for it, I'm going to keep it there and I'm going to keep charging storage because then I have storage to negotiate and we don't even negotiate the bill. It's literally the storage. Right. Like you're paying your fucking bill. Plus. Plus we're going to all negotiate storage with you. But there is no negotiation on the bill. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, that's like I said. That's a, you got to expect that when you drop your truck off. Like you're going to have a bill. And to negotiate a bill is just stupid. Oh, guys do it all the time. That's the best price you could do. Is that this, that, and the other? Yeah. I mean, I, I give know. people discounts for cash. That's oh, 100%. about it. That's about it. That's yeah, it. I, I do cash get discounts. I mean, my labor rate's this. Okay, well, what can you do? I said, pay cash, hundred bucks. That's that's it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't negotiate my labor rate. I don't negotiate my flat rates on jobs. Like, this is your fucking bill. Take yeah. it or leave it. Yeah, I don't. I don't do like huge negotiations. And these people on cash. with the trucks are there. They obviously knew what their bill was. Yeah. Like, you don't just do the work without telling them. Oh, yeah. You don't just say, okay, bring your truck in. Then you put, you know, eight grand worth of labor and parts into it and say, okay, here's your bill. And that's not how it works. It's not surprise, motherfucker. Right. It's like like, they know. They they saw the bill. They usually sign the bill before you even do anything. They either get a a handwritten estimate or a email with an ATP signature. Right. So they are fully aware. That's what I'm saying. So at that point, I feel like there's got to be some sort of legal recourse, especially after a year of it sitting there. I mean, I don't know if it's worth getting into into that, but it's like, at some point, you gotta somehow try to get your money. I don't know. I mean, I guess I really haven't gone that far to see, you know, take it to civil court and see where it goes, you know. I, I, I don't know. I have had, like, I've talked to my business attorney in the past about, like, you know, I've helped buddies out, and that, or employees out, and then they leave and never pay their bill, and it was only one dude, you know, that was really an issue. Everybody else has been cool, but... One dude, you know, promised me this, promised me that. It was like, I loaned him like $3,000 worth of parts, you know, and the next thing you know, 
oh, well, I don't have the money to pay you, man. I don't have this, that, and the other. And this was, like, six months, a year after he left. Like, I'm not just the guy who's, like, hounding you. Like, I'm real cool about just being like, all right, yeah, get me when you get me, you know, whatever. And my attorney was even like, dude, it's, it's not even worth it, you know. Like, by the time you spend money, and then they're like, we're going to have to do a withholding order. And then he goes, and then if he changes jobs and you have to do another withholding order, you know, he's like, dude, it's, it's not it's even not worth it. chasing the money around. Yeah, and then he goes, you're never guaranteed to get it. Like, he's like, dude, even out of his tax return, you know, like, you could go that far. But he's like, by the time you do that, you're going to have four or five grand invested into it. Yeah, I mean, this is a shit spot to be in, I guess. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, it's it's a hassle for sure. And it's, you know, it's frustrating because they're so... And it's it seems like a lot of the big jobs are that way. Like, people just start ghosting, you know. Like, oh. Well, I mean, I mean, I could kind of understand that. Hey, you owe me $18,000. Well, fuck. I don't got eighteen grand sitting in the bank right now. I, mean, I don't know many people that do either. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, I, I can understand that to a point. But like I said, you signed that bill. You knew what you were going in for. So I feel like at some point in your mind you had a plan to, oh, for to sure. pay that bill. Like, okay, refi your house, truck, whatever you were gonna do. At some point you said eighteen grand, okay, cool, yeah, that's fine, do it. Well and I get like life happens. I understand that and I and I feel like people think I don't because, you know, a lot of people take business owners and they portray them as like, Oh, they have all oh, this yeah, we're money. All, we're all rich. Yeah, we have all this money. Well, a lot some of us some of us do. Some of some of the business owners, they just kill it. They absolutely kill it, and they've never understood struggling. But I would say 90% of the business owners that I know, they, they started like me, dude, from nothing. Like, nothing. Well, that and a lot of business owners I know, too, like you said, started from nothing. And they're still, they bank on a couple big jobs a year, put some money in their account, and they're, then they're working little jobs here and there. You know what I mean? It's like a couple grand here, a couple grand there. They're not getting rich, but, yeah, their bills are paid. They're living okay, but it's like, like I said, as a business owner myself, it's like, I'm not rich. Are my bills paid? Yeah. Do I kind of afford to have fun? Absolutely. But it's like, by no means will I say, here, here, here's 18 grand, build my motors. I don't, I mean, I've got 18 grand yeah. laying around to give, but like I said, I feel like if you did that, you had a truck there, you had a plan at some point to yeah. have that bill paid. Yeah, you plan on paying your bill. Like, I, I know business owners, it's, they struggle to make payroll every week. Yeah. I mean, I it mean, happens. It's, and it does. It happens, and... Fortunately, my business is that has not happened in a very long time. I have a very good crew, and they do a good job, and we don't. Man, you're gonna throw some hands here, boys. <laughs> Only because there's two of them sitting here. Yeah, I'll take you outside. <laughs> you want a kiss? Man, not, <laughs> bedroom's right there. Goddamn, not in my bed. Not yeah. happening. They come apart in pieces. There ain't. <laughs> Ain't no gay fucking in my bed. You think oh, it's probably pegging, gay, dude. You're probably going to be pegging in there, you fucking almost. <laughs> well, that's, uh, the bill is in the silver shop. Where's that? Big under the desk. Last time I seen oh. it, last time I seen it, it looked like you've been used with pegging. It was dirty as a motherfucker. <laughs> all right, all right. My turn again. So, speaking of the dildo, so I had... You told this customer? Yeah, so I had an older, like, older couple come in. Probably, they're retired, you know. They have a motor home. And they were asking about my fifth wheel, so I was like, here, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of it. And speaking of it being under the desk, I, you know, I'm leaned back in my little rolly chair, showing them pictures on the computer. They leave, like, an hour later, I look under the desk, and I'm like, oh, my God. These people are standing right behind me, 
and there's a dildo at my feet. Like, were you stroking it? No, 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 no. I didn't even know Matt's it was just under there. Under the desk, fucking foot job of that thing. Yeah, I had no idea it was under there, but it was like it was one of those things where I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they notice, you know. On the bright side, you could have played it off as a dog toy. Yeah, I probably That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I mean, if if you had to, though. I, I mean, I feel like I don't. Know, I think you would have known what that is. I mean, it's got a that, suction cup on one side. It looks like a red dick. Maybe. How you play as a dog toy? What kind of fucking toys you give your dog? Well, speaking of your dog, he has played with the dildo. <laughs> you allowed <laughs> That was not my doing. We're gonna get reported for animal abuse on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is like a rubber dog toy. I am sure there are millions of women across the world that have that have dildos that their dogs have been like, Roof, you know, like uh, absolutely. Well, I, you, I'll tell you, you a funny story. Clean their dildos. I don't know. I think it's gross if you don't. Like I clean. I mean, them. I just thought about that because the dogs. I'm like, yeah, you got a dog that can smell shit. I mean, slap in the dishwasher or some shit. I don't know. In the dishwasher. What's what? wrong what with you? Do with it? They do what have. Are you, 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 you going to sit in your fucking kitchen sink and stroke the bitch cleaner? Dude, it? maybe. Listen, Joey, just toss it in a basket and let it go. Oh, are you talking about the reusable condom thing? Yeah. So oh. no, not the reusable condom. So you know the flashlights, right? So Joey has a flashlight and he washes it in his dad's dishwasher with the dishes. Oh, like. I don't know, but they do have like they have dishwasher detergent like for sex toys. Like people, yeah. that's people run like a load of sex toys. Like, hey, honey, I gotta do dishes and the sex toys. <laughs> Just kidding, no dishes tonight. We got a little bit of <laughs> sex toys. Yeah, that's fucked up. You know, butt plugs and shit. Oh, yeah, speaking of butt plugs. Yeah, Mike, I hear you have a have a awesome topic on a butt plug. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, let's bring let's bring in Mike for the for the butt plug story on this one. Well, I mean, what, what do you want to know? I mean, I mean, what do we want to know? I mean, what do, yeah, well, you tell us. What do we want to know? All right, so. Was it cold or warm? It was cold when it went in, but when it, when it shot across the room, it was pretty hot. <laughs> hot in what way? <laughs> no, it was like warm temperature-wise. Did you catch it? Yes, I did. <laughs> Jesus. So oh, wait, it, you caught it? Yeah. So how much air time did it get? It was a good few inches. It didn't go across the room, but... <laughs> It definitely shot out. So do you think we could like do a competition out of it? Like Whoa. who could shoot the butt plug the farthest? Yes. We would be number one rated on Pornhub, dude. We're not talking gay either, like oh, I know. we're talking females. Yeah, we should do it. So so what happened? Well let's step back a few few steps. I'm a few <laughs> a few minutes here in the story. So I'm I'm working in the garage. I don't remember what I was working on. I was working on a bike or something. And uh I, <laughs> My, my girlfriend starts sending me these links. I'm like, huh. And it was like to the, the kink.com or whatever that box said you talked about in the previous podcast. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure as shit, it's a fucking butt plug. I'm like, you know, I've never never gone down this road. I've got, got to try anything once. Not not me, of course. But, but the, the other Mike, party. There's, there's nothing wrong if you want to try a little butt plug play. Only with you. All right. Deal. <laughs> All right. Fucking gay, he's, man. He's really digging for that extra pay raise. <laughs> Hell yeah. I guess whatever it takes. You're and getting paid, though. It ain't gay. $20, $20. We've talked about this. You're getting yeah. paid. It's not gay. I mean, we're on the topic. You want to clarify what we were talking about? The, the no, let's, let Mike continue. Let will go back to the pegging <laughs> from last week. Oh, boy. So, so needless to say, I'm on this website, and then I, I order this. It's actually custom-made butt plug. It had, like, a nice, uh, I forget what they call it. It's like a... It, it, 
like an ivory inlay type thing. It had letters in it. It said daddy's bitch or something. <laughs> is that right? Yep. So it wasn't cheap. No, this was like a $40, $50 Holy plug. shit. What? Stainless steel. I have a Surgical. lathe. I'm going to start making <laughs> butt plugs. Yeah, man. Is it metal? Yeah. It's stainless steel? Yeah. $40, oh. 50 bucks? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start building butt plugs. Dude, you can get in the paddle business too. That paddle wasn't cheap either. How much was the paddle? It was like another 40 or 50 wasn't it? Dude. <laughs> I am changing my entire business plan. Listen, I said I said that last week that I should make Mad, <laughs> Mad Diesel hood st- or Mad Diesel stack dildos. Diesel dildos, <laughs> double D's. I mean, it's an idea. It'll sell. <laughs> but anyways, so I got the paddle and the butt plug in the mail and all that shit. And uh, no, Matt got it in the yeah. mail. Yeah, yeah, Matt got it. In the mail. I got it. The shop got it. And the yeah. poor USPS lady. <laughs> So the the paddle, of course, I took it home and sanded it and stained it, and it, it's gotten its use. So she don't she don't really enjoy it. Maybe I'm just not very nice with it. No. <laughs> but the butt plug, that one like stayed in the packaging for a little while. That one had had a build up to it. Mm-hmm. So, so the paddle was like, let's use this. Like you guys were ready to go. Yeah, pretty much. Mike's like, fuck yeah, I gotta just swing the motherfucker. Yeah. And then, uh, then she got the first first hit and was like, "Ooh, I, I don't know." Does it leave an imprint? Does it say something on it? No, I I haven't gotten like a real good perfect hit to leave the the lettering in there. Yet. So have you been practicing? You know, it, it's hard to do. Mike needs one of those little uh, those sex toys. It's an ass that bent over. So yes. So we can practice this paddling in the like garage. Silicone ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like I was saying, there was a build up to the butt plug, and then eventually she finally. And I was like, alright, we're gonna do this. <laughs> but she she wanted to do it herself. So she's sitting there struggling and shit. I'm like, motherfucker, give me that thing. <laughs> and you know me, fuck tough. <laughs> so did you spit on it? Or was there I, was there lube involved? Yes. Like obviously okay. I, I ain't that mean. <laughs> alright. So I didn't know if you're like, fuck that, throw it in dry like, I don't know. No, no. shout out. Yeah, it would have been lodged in you. Listen, I, I might whip you, but I'm still a gentleman. <laughs> so, like, is that, like, one of the wildest moments for you? So it shot, you put it in and shot back out, right? Uh, kind of. We haven't even finished the story. We need to no. stop talking. Here, you finish the story. So, so obviously, she was struggling, so I took over, and I got it in. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there like, uh, what's that fucking movie, Super Bad? Oh my god, it's in. It's in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there like that. And she's like, take it out, take it out, take it out. So, like, I didn't want to be the asshole and just fucking rip the boy out. So. Rip board. Yeah. So I, I was real gentle with it. I was, I was going easy. The next thing you know, it fucking shoot and it just shoots at me. I catch the motherfucker in my hand. So it was like a baby. Like yeah. having a, like having a calf, you know, like, woo, there it is, you know. Yeah. Don't drop it. So yeah. did you play hot potato with it? <laughs> Not, did you put it in your mouth? Wait, oh. wait, did you? <laughs> no. Ah, so you should have. So the whole time she was like, "I don't want you touching what's been inside of me." Wait, you put your dick inside of her, right? <laughs> no, no, like, you're an asshole. <laughs> okay. She, right. she was real concerned about poop. <laughs> oh, that there was gonna be poop on it. Yeah. <laughs> so That's <to> scary. <laughs> I can understand. That's like a woman's worst fear. Yeah. Right? Is that like, hey, I'm gonna do something that. A, I'm not comfortable doing in the first place. Two, I might shit the bed. Yeah, and literally, like, 
because I've seen videos like you know obviously I think everybody's seen videos like you know you pull out next thing you know there's a shit trail like on somebody's bed you know Ooh. I don't know Cameron's not an anal guy no I would I, I much prefer the vagina I don't I don't myself. understand like the whole everyone's all about it no, it's dude. cool no listen it's cool like once a year once a year it's like that hey I stuck I stuck it in your ass other than that it's just like a vagina I feel like a vagina was designed for a penis to go in it right yeah. So it it does things. It moves. An asshole doesn't move. Like so, you would you would you would agree that assholes are not designed for things to go in, unless <laughs> you are gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You said it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> unless you're gay, unless things don't go in your asshole. No, I'm just saying. Like, all right. Had to fish could that you, one out of you. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But could you agree with me that, like, you know, when you're doing anal, it's just tight, right? It's just a warm, tight hole. Whereas a vagina, like, when they orgasm and stuff, like, you can feel, like, they pull, you know what I mean? Like, like they're milking you, you know? Yeah, I think that's a whole different subject. Yeah, yeah but those, those same contractions, you're gonna get at the, the anus, too. But Do you guys watch Letterkenny at all? Oh, I love Letterkenny. You guys I haven't seen, watched in a while. You guys Such ever seen show. it where they describe the difference between anal and vaginal? I don't think so. So but, how they described it it's like fucking a long john versus fucking a bagel. An everything bagel? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I understand what you're saying, though. But you, what do yeah, you I mean? Understand. Fucking a long john versus a bagel? Well, long john, you gotta think the whole time yeah, you're in there, stimulation it's all, all, all the way through, where the bagel, it's just the initial the initial hole, and yes. after that, it's just nothing. Yeah, it's just that, and I would agree right. with that. I can, I can see that. It's a good, uh, good comparison. So there. you are right that vaginal sex is going to be more pleasurable for the man. And my thing with with anal is it's like you go back to fucking Adam and Eve, the forbidden fruit. You yeah. know, you know you're not supposed to do it. You can't have it, and that's why you want it. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why it's it's cool like once or twice a year. You I know, feel it's like everyone like, now as as guys like everyone's all about oh fuck your knee. I think it's like a power move. It's that's exactly you know, what I think, it is. I think everyone uses like a power move. Like, well, that's just I feel like that's and I was talking to somebody the other day like back to the pegging thing. It's a power move for women. It's the same thing. Same thing as a guy. You know, a guy, and I feel like that's where pegging even started, was because guys are going around like, hey, I fucked you in the ass, man. Yeah, came She's on like, I'm going to fuck you in the yeah, ass. Yeah, and she goes, well, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. You know, it's, it is, I think it is like 100% like a, a, a domination yeah it's like a, yeah, it's like a power move, I feel like. But I feel like after that, it's like, yeah, subpar. Yeah, but, you know, it's that thing that, like, I feel like every guy, like, you know, and maybe it's not every guy because everybody's different, but, like, it's that once twice a year thing where you're like it's just like you said it's a forbidden fruit like got it now let's go back to normal reality you know, you know? like it, it might not be good but you want it just because <laughs> you can't have it exactly you can't always get what you want but you always want what you don't have right you know? so i don't know for me i guess and i feel like for most people i feel like most guys would prefer vaginal sex but i do know like so there are some women that prefer anal, mm-hmm. but and and it's all certain positions I feel like too that they prefer the anal in because I, I so just like you know with the male G spot you know and the prostate simulators or whatever it has to be in the right position especially for a girl because so say like say you're doing it doggy style and you're like under you know lower than her well all you're doing is jabbing her fucking back. But if you're, you know, in that position where you're still rubbing on the vagina wall because, you know, 
you're, I know we're getting tactical now, but so your <laughs> anatomy lesson here. Yes, but your so your intestines and your vaginal wall. I mean, from what I remember, because you know I went, I started vet school and then flunked out, but because um, I was more concerned about my girlfriend cheating on me. Let's clarify that up right now. I'm not an idiot. I just I'm an idiot in a different way. But anyway, so I mean, you're talking. I think they said it's what two millimeters. Now, correct. Mike's a, a firefighter, so he obviously knows yeah, we, a lot yeah, of this stuff. I went to EMT and, yeah, too, you but EMT. you don't really go to that in depth <laughs> when you go to EMT That's Academy. True. No, but I think Mike did like a lot of anatomy over in Korea and stuff. I feel like their classes <laughs> are, are much more. Korean different than American. <laughs> Is the pussy sideways, bro? Yes. Yes. <laughs> when? No, I, but. From what I remember from human anatomy, because obviously I was going to vet school, but human anatomy was a requirement, and like obviously it's probably it was, pretty close to two millimeters. Though. Yeah, if I remember, it's it's two millimeters away. So obviously, you know, as a penis goes inside of it and it pushes the right way, it's still going to rub the woman the correct way. But from what I've heard from girls, that you just it's an uncomfortable like full feeling, like you feel full. I don't know. I guess I, I'm, not, I'm not a girl, so... And that's, like, girls who, like, like DP and stuff. It's that f- I'm full feeling. Like, I have something everywhere. I don't know. So fulfilling. Do you, do you not know? I don't have a <laughs> vagina, so I don't know, dude. Like, do but... You, do you need to be fulfilled? <laughs> Literally. Talking about, talk about long johns. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I actually, like... I'm pretty sure I heard about it on... So, Sirius Radio used to have the Christy Canyon and Ginger Lynn show, which they're old porn stars that you guys probably have no idea who they are. Maybe Cameron might know who Christy Lynn is if he saw a picture of her. But not a fucking clue. Or no, it was no no, see people are gonna fuck me up. It's Christy Canyon and Ginger Lynn. Still have no fucking clue. Anyways, well they had talked about like the D P stuff and like and that's another thing, like penis size, you know, like and they were porn stars and they're like, listen, you know, I would take a smaller penis every day. Now, we're not talking like Nikki Glass or micro penis, you know, how she talks about, like, oh, I'm cool with a micro penis and I don't feel it, so who cares? But, you know, I would say, you know, especially as a porn star, they're used to fucking 12 inch throbbing cocks every day. I imagine that is painful. I don't have a 12 inch throbbing cock. You just you were just so enthusiastic when you yeah, said that. Yeah, I know. Like it was man. the greatest uh, thing. I'm so world. excited about uh, yeah. the 12 inch throbbing cock. It's 12 inch yeah. motherfucking. I can throbbing. talk about cock and just all over. <laughs> That's true. That is, uh, yeah. I mean, come on now. Dick is great. <laughs> is it? Are, are you? Do you like dick? Should we? <laughs> Where are we going with this? No, no. Where just a simple, qu- simple question. Do you like dick? No. You don't like your dick. You can't ask you like that and then say your dick. <laughs> I'm just you saying. You can't do that. I'm sure he's very happy with his penis. Maybe he's not. Should we talk about, are you happy with your penis? I absolutely am, yes. Are you happy with the activity of your penis? <laughs> Most days, yes. <laughs> because he takes a shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Long John in the shower, yeah, huh? Absolutely. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. So are you gonna try like, are you gonna try a donut? You should. <laughs> no, it's a bagel. No, a bagel's boring. I, I, more, he wants the long fan, jump. More of a donut guy anyway. Not a, not a fan of bagels. I don't know. Maybe you should try the long jump. Heat it up in the microwave. 
Go take a shower. Nice and warm. Yeah. yeah, maybe a hot, fresh Krispy Kreme, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little slimy too. Yep. Woo. See, we weren't we weren't popular. We're not popular on the podcast. But if Chris goes through Krispy Kreme, <laughs> hashtag Mad Diesel Podcast, he'll make it on every radio station in the world. So, Howard Stern never emailed me, by the way. Not yet. Give it time. I know. About Peggy? Yeah, he never emailed me about Peggy. He doesn't respond to homos. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I feel like Howard Stern is not judgmental. No, I, I, I don't say anybody I, that I know is not is probably Howard Stern. Yeah. He, I, he, I feel I, like I keep I keep thinking about the battle of the retards or battle of the wits that Howard Stern did. Yeah. Some, like Beetlejuice. I love that. Beetlejuice. <laughs> I love Be- but I like Karen the best. I think Karen's my favorite. And who's the sound guy? What's his name? I don't fucking remember. Do you remember the movie about Howard Stern? Yeah. That's what I remember. Um, wasn't there something... Know. That whole movie was like based on him having a little dick or something, wasn't it? Well, no. His wife said that he had a small penis. His first wife or something like that. But then he proved or something. I, I think he showed it on one of his shows, and that's what got him kicked off. Yeah, a bunch of wild shit happened. Yeah, I know, like... The, he's had a wild ride. But I give the man credit. Like, oh, he literally started... As nothing. Nobody wanted to hear him. He was the first person to go on on air and talk about anything sexual, you know, because that was like a big no no. You don't you don't talk about that stuff. I feel like up until the last like two, three years it was still a big no no. Now it's everywhere. Now you listen to the radio in the morning and it's all about sex and shit. But I feel like up until like two, three years ago, it was still like like we talked about last week. It's like taboo, like nobody talked about sex, you know. Yeah, but still like so like take your country music. I don't know how many of you listen to country music, but like, still, I see artists posting, like, their producers and their managers do not want them putting out certain songs that have to do with sex. Like, that's that's not okay in the country world. But I feel like, obviously, you have uh, Mr. Wheeler Walker Jr. who lives oh, on a different if, And if nobody has seen his apologies on YouTube, please look them up. Oh, they're, Hilarious. Oh, they're so funny. Hilarious. He's a very... That guy's a legend. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Cameron would let him peck him. Absolutely not. <laughs> what if it was a fake penis, not his real penis? Then it would be pegging. Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah, it's I know. Like, so we were talking about that earlier. So if two gay people are going at it, <laughs> is it still pegging if they're using a dildo? Or is it still considered whatever it would be considered? Yeah, so if a dude using a strap on, fucking you, Matt, is that pegging? I feel like... No, that's gay. Why? Because it's a man. And we're not I'm done with this whole fucking pegging topic because it gets nowhere, but let's put it plain and simple. Homosexual is two men. Two men. Plain and simple. Two guys doing something or two women doing something together is homosexual. Now if you do stuff with guys and girls, you're bisexual. But if we let's put it just layman's terms right now. Gay is two guys doing stuff together, or two females doing stuff together. Not of the opposite sex. All, all other opinions are strictly an opinion. That's all I'm going to say about pegging, and we're done with pegging today. So, back to our Howard Stern talk <laughs> of butt plugs and whatever we were just talking about. Because we are, uh, we're, we're ending our time limit here pretty shortly. Yeah, we're way past yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, we, we've already made it like 30 minutes or 40 minutes. Um, 
Here's one thing I do want to talk to you guys about, and I did hit a lot of truck stuff, I feel like, in the beginning, and then, obviously, we, we talked about sex, which I feel like most of you enjoy us talking about sex more than you enjoy us talking about trucks. Well, we get a lot of good reviews on, like, our humor and our sexual escapades talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I feel like... It's entertaining. Well, and once again, it's the forbidden fruit. Yeah. Not everybody sits here and talks about, hey, man, my girlfriend's butt plug just blew out of her asshole into my hands. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like most people are, st- a lot of people are still scared to talk about that stuff. 100%. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I want to touch back on the radio thing. So I'm sure I've talked to some of you about it. I was a licensed radio operator. And all of our local radio stations, they're, like, regulated by the FCC. And for years and years, the FCC was really tight on what you could say and do on the radio. And I think, like Cameron was saying, as times are progressing, like, we live in a really weird time. Oh, dude, you got the internet now. I mean, b- I mean, before the internet, like, nothing was like this. Now it's like you said, you could type in tits in Google, and you'll see 6,000 images of tits. So, like, yeah, it's like you have to open up those doors now because otherwise you're going to fall behind the times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of the stations, I feel like, are still not. There are very few stations. I don't stations. know. Like, just in the last couple of years, I mean, I listened to Dave and Chuck to Freak all the time, and for the longest time, like, they couldn't say words like bitch or sex. Now it's like, it don't yes. matter. No, the words have opened up quite a bit. But other than Dave and Chuck the Freak, which 101 took a, a big chance, I feel like, taking them, because they were 89X, 89X, remember? Yeah. And 89X booted them because they were too sexual. And Which we, is crazy because I got the number one morning show for like five years in a row. I know, but you got you go back to it and it's politics, just like Mike was saying. It's politics, and even um, the riff sometimes I've heard has paid costly for some of Dave and Chuck the Freak's topics. It is not serious radio. It is not a paid program. It's not an app. You know, like we we post on apps and stuff. It's a live radio television. Not television, but live radio show. Yeah. yeah, and there are tons of regulations, like Mike was saying. You know, it's you. Yeah, but like Mike was saying, though, how far has it come in the last couple of years? I, I want to say it's changed a lot, because, like I said, as as things are progressing, like even TV censorship's changing, radio censorship's changing. Internet censorship's changing. There's, a, there's no such thing as internet censorship. <laughs> yeah. They can oh, find yeah, anything now. You can still turn on private Well, you can turn Google. it on, but I'm just saying, as a grown man, if I type anything into my in internet, it's going to show me some shit. And it should be that way. If you want to look at it, then you should be able to look at it. If you right. Then that's, and that's what I'm saying. So the censorship it. thing is like, same with the radio. Like, don't listen to Dave and Chuck the Freak if you don't want to hear it. That's, that's easy. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to. That's, it's so enjoyable. Yeah, but here's... For us, some people might not agree. Here's the world that we live in. So the way they used to think was it's the access to it. It's not about don't listen to it. It was the children access to it, you know. if And, I mean, children could listen to our show 100%, you know. I mean, that's the... And that's, I also believe, is some of the problem with our upcoming generation. We got 12-year-olds that are fucking in school and shit like that. And that's the that's what you're saying. The access is because the world we live in now, everybody has that access. Kids are getting phones at 10 years old. Smartphones. Oh, it's, it's fucked. Smartphones with the internet on them. It's ridiculous. You know, it's like the access is it's so easy to get a hold of any of this material. Whether it be a, a podcast, a porn website, pictures... You know, any radio broadcast, TV, I mean, it's so easy to get gain access to any of that stuff. It's like, how do you censor it? You, you can't. How can you censor it? You can't. You can't censor it. 
it's impossible to censor anymore. Actually, shoot, they can buy fucking synthetic drugs from China without their parents. No one know. Like, oh, and they <laughs> ship it right here, yeah, like, right to your house. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. It's 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 a whole like I actually am a little bit scared, and I think me and Mike talked about it's gonna this get worse too. Well, I'm scared for my kids. Oh yeah, I got a six year old daughter. What do you? I mean. It doesn't get much worse than that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you there. At least my kids are all boys, and I'm like, well, I'm not like whatever. We touched base on yeah. that last week. I, I think I'm going to be a little more strict on the whole, like, well, my parents were super, super strict. And I know Mike can relate to this, too, where we grew up with super, super strict parents where, like, there ain't no fucking in our house, you know? Like, that was the, the lifestyle I lived, at least, like. If you weren't home by a certain time, don't fucking come home. Or you better be home by this time. There wasn't an option. I mean, I can tell you, so you guys know, you know, where where our location is. But I used to make it from, what was that, Fish Lake Road. And is that Hickory Ridge, right? Yeah, Hickory Ridge and Fish Lake Road. Well, you know know where it turns to dirt on Fish Lake? So Fish Lake, back... Yeah. Anyway, some Fish Lake back to um, Bald Eagle Lake Road, which is over in Ortonville. You know yeah, where that is. Bald Eagle. Yeah, I made it there in 10 minutes <laughs> to make sure I made my curfew. I had an 05 Dodge Ram Dually Cummins that, dude, that bitch was 140 miles an hour all the way pinned down. I caught so much air over the railroad tracks at Fish Lake Road, but it, I'd say what? That's a normal 25 minute drive, 15, 20 minute drive at Every least. Minute 20. Every bit of twenty, yeah. And I'd make it home in every 10 bit of, every minutes. bit of twenty going a little fast. I mean, I'm right around the corner from there, and I'm probably twenty five from there to here. So, yeah, so it's probably pretty close to the same. Yeah. Bald Eagle's on the other side over there. Yeah, I mean, it was. But anyways, but I, I get what you're saying, but that's why, like, my daughter, at six years old, she doesn't have an iPad. She uses all the time. Doesn't have a phone all the time, you know. And that's just to keep her kind of in her young age away from not even so much the sexual stuff, but even the violence and stuff on the. On like even like the video games and the the YouTube channels and everything else, it's like it's like you can't stop it. No, unless you keep those devices basically away. And I know she's six, but give it another year or two, and that's that's all they want to do. They want to watch you know, YouTube or get on their phones or play video games. That's just the world we live in now. They don't go outside and play with their friends like we did. Well, that's uh, my niece is that way. She's she's five and she's got a Kindle or some shit, and she's always on it. Yeah. It's like, go the fuck outside. Right, and I feel like a lot of parents use that as like a as like a way to keep their yeah. kid occupied, Like, and, it, and it's fucked up. It like, is. Like, go out and do something with your kid. Go ride bikes. Go outside. I mean, even if you just watch your kid ride bikes. Our right. kids all ride dirt bikes and four-wheelers here, so it's great. I mean, they love to do that, thank God, because it gets them outside, gets them doing something. But I think a lot of these parents, they want to go have a drink or something. They go in their kitchen with their, their wife or husband. And they're drinking, remember, and their kids are sitting on the couch watching fucking TV or the iPad. That, that's, like, that's fucked up. Like, right. you're using that as a babysitter. Exactly. I mean, I get it's one thing, you know, it's raining outside. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm, don't get me wrong, when I was a kid, we still had video games, but we, you know, like you said, rainy day or something, or all our friends would come over, we go yeah. play, play video games for a little bit, but it wasn't like it's like these kids these days, like, all they want to do is watch TV and, you know, use that, you know, to entertain themselves. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. I'm sure Mike can attest to this. I mean, we'd go outside and find a fucking stick and... Yeah, I'd start into a fucking spear and go fucking get frogs or something. Right, yeah. you know? some, some stupid bullshit that we were happy and content and didn't give a fuck in the world. Yeah, I mean, I used to make forks in the fucking woods. That was my fun. You know, kids nowadays, they look at a fucking stick and look at you like you're an asshole. Yeah, like, what are you going to do, hit me with it? Yeah, right. <laughs>
But no, it's it's tough because like like we go back to the censorship. It's like you can't you can't censor it all. You can't do it, and no. I feel like that's that's gonna force radio, TV, and everything to have to open up those doors to this material. Oh, for sure, you know. And I guess the big thing for me is the you know the kids' access to to sex stuff because dude, I remember like back in the day. Do you remember? I don't know. Were you two weren't old enough for a like. Dial-up internet, right? No, I had a dial-up. Oh, AOL, man. You both give a shit for having AOL, AOL email AOL. addresses. Oh, yeah. Do you guys do you guys remember AIM and stuff? Yeah, I was on AIM. Yeah. You were on AIM? Were you, like, four? I was, like, yeah, four, five, six. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> See, there, there we go. <laughs> I was, like, 12, But like 13. So, yeah, dude. I always remember, like, I always remember, so I'd get on AOL, and then it was, so it was dial-up, you know, like, like that shit, and... Fucking, so remember the 30-second trailers for pornos, like when you wanted to go jerk off as a kid? <laughs> and, and dude, pop-ups were like a thing Oh, pop-ups were like where it was at. Yeah, so you guys may have may have remembered dial-up, but you don't remember the porn dial-up. So let me, refer, let me give you guys an insight to what happened. So, you know, you get downstairs on your dad's computer, the family computer, you know. <laughs> you get in the mood and stuff. You're trying to watch... 15, 30 second clips and trying to, you know, we're 12, 13 And you're slumped old. way down in the yep, chair. way down. Like way back. Like under the table. Yes. So that way if your parents walked in, you, you could just... like sit up and cover yourself. You'd almost like, you'd just throw your shirt over your pants. You dude, know? This, is so so accurate, way... dude, yeah. this is so accurate, dude. This is so accurate. So that way your, your like, boner was hidden, right? This is so accurate. And then, so the, the worst part though was as soon as you heard that door click, oh dude, you better no, no, hit. No. As soon as you heard any any noise, fucking noise, any noise, you were fucking <laughs> jumping up, hiding your You're fucking. You're trying to like shit real quick. And I'm I'm not shitting you when I say there are thirty pop up, and the internet's so slow that they just keep coming up. And it's like every and like, and and it's not like high speed now where it's like pop up, pop up, pop up. It's like pop up, exit, pop up, pop up, and then you're like, oh fuck, and you basically yeah. just got you can't even close. It. It's not a laptop. No. You can't even close it. No, it was a desktop computer. There wasn't no fucking... Laptops were like... They had them, but they were like brick shit houses, you know? I mean, like... What are those? The tough books. Yeah. That's what they were like back then. And... Oh, it was so bad, dude. And the porn... Do you remember... Uh, I remember my favorite one was like... It was Mike Mike's Brazilian some butts or something like I that. I don't even know what the porn was when I used to watch porn on the desktop. But it was like any anything. Dude, it didn't I was, matter when you were that it age. Was, it well, because they had the best content, though. Like, they give you, like, 45-second clips of, like, start to finish. And they were these hot, like... And it was, like, know, the, it was like the um, like best three-second clips of that whole yeah. video. Yeah. And so I mean, you It was, like, can, a highlight reel. And, you know, when you're 13, you can jerk off in 45 seconds. But the problem Twice. was... Yeah, but here's <laughs> the problem. The problem was that you'd get, like, five seconds, and then it would have to load for 45 seconds. And you're like, come on. Come you're on, trying please. to get you're trying to get it on that screenshot. You're yeah, you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it it was crazy. And oh, I know man. there's got to be some people listening that are our age and remember this shit. Like, but I remember it was like Mike in Brazil or something. There were these big, you know, big booty Brazilian girls. Is the one I always had to watch. I don't know. I just remember being young. My buddy snuck a DVD from his parents or something, and we literally went down to the barn. Over at my grandparents where I work on trucks and stuff, and we had a little seven-inch screen with a DVD player. We popped it in there, and we were both just like, oh yeah, staring at it. I'll like, never forget. Like no homo, no, you know. But it was like, 
Oh dude. yeah, like both of you had boners. Like <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sure. I remember, dude. I was like, had to be like eight years old, nine years old, and now thinking that I have you know, ten year old, nine year old, like I remember when we found my friend's dad's. He had totes a whole like so he had this big basement right with like a big workbench all the way down it. Well, he had all these totes underneath there, and like so every couple totes. There was all these, like, full of Playboy Hustler magazines and stuff. And we were little, you know, and we're scrolling. We got all these Hustlers out and shit. We're scrolling through them. And, you know, we both got little baby boners, you know, like, ah. But I'll never. What was that? How'd it go? Ah, like a dolphin, dude. <laughs> right? no, dude, I just, I remember that shit, you know. And now looking back, remember the truth and dare? Truth or dare? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. It was. And it was terrible. Looking back as adults now and, like, thinking of what my kids are going to do, like... But like I said, I feel like it's not like that anymore. No, now it's like, hey, show me your tits and your pussy and let's fuck. Which just disturbs me. Yeah, yeah. It, not even that. It's Swipe like, right, like, bro. Not even that. It's like they don't have the social interaction that we had to have. No. Because you know, now they text, they FaceTime, whatever. We were outside with a group of 12, 13 people running around neighborhood on our bikes doing dumb shit, you know, they yeah. don't have that social interaction. I mean, granted, our kids hang out a lot, and there's four or five of them all the time, which is good, but like I said, back then, that was, that's what you had to do. Yeah, yeah you're... Back, I mean, fuck, back then, you couldn't even, you know, now you go play ding on ditch and you get the cops called on you. Yeah, that's, that's true. Back then, back then fucking, no one gives shit. Yeah, they fucking laugh. The prank calling, you guys yeah. are prank calling people? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, dude, the <laughs> prank calls. Star 6 still work? I don't know. It's Star 6 7, uh, but it does work. Is, yeah, whatever. yeah, it still works, but now you have freaking caller id so it's like <laughs> it's not the old house phone dude where you're like hello oh me me fluffy old pillow like you know and <laughs> it was so fun funny mike, dude. i ain't making fun of my, i love my man. man we're gonna get a, we're gonna get booted for racial profiling Fuck em. <laughs> but yeah dude i i remember the good old days of like and now and, and don't get me wrong like porn's so much easier now like that's the nice thing about high school internet <laughs> yeah I, I will give it credit like Porn is is so much easier. I don't know, like, but I I, I haven't looked at porn in a while. Shut but the fuck up! I haven't. I swear to God, I'm not that like needy person that has to watch porn all the time. As long as my sex life at home is good, there is no need for porn. Now, I mean, if it goes like that. over a week and a half to two weeks, woo, we're we're like really <laughs> really pushing it. Because we've talked about it. I'm yeah. like a every other day kind of like, I honestly, I'm a twice a day guy. But as I've gotten older, I've settled for the uh, the every other day or, you know, and, and shit happens, you know. And I understand that. I'm not that guy who's like, we're fucking today. It's been two days, you know. It's just not who I am anymore. Anymore? <laughs> I, hope, I hope you guys heard that because my wife just chimed in in the background and said anymore. But... That's not who I am anymore. I cannot wait, though, because so I was talking to a buddy of mine, too, and he was telling me, when you hit 50, everything, the tables just turn hard. Like, hard, hard. She gets horny, horny all the time. Like, horny fuck me. And you're just like, And eh. you're like, eh, give me a blue pill, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> laid back, like, fuck you. But, no, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, so, like... What was I talking about? I was talking about porn, right? Yeah. Like, and how accessible it is. And yeah. It is nice. But, like, I'm not a Pornhub fan. If I were going to go, I don't know about you. I don't know. I don't, get, I don't really watch that much porn either, honestly. 
But I think Are you I'm, a movie guy? What do you mean? Do you, do you still buy DVDs? Oh, hell no. I haven't even seen a porn DVD until you guys got one in the shop the other day. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That was the first time I've seen a porn DVD in like 10 years. Listen, apparently it played on my computer. I know, I was literally with, there when Mike was putting it in the laptop. Yeah, that has thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of tunes on it, you know, that if we crash the computer, what are it It's just worth? a DVD. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you can't get, you can't get, what do you get from a DVD? You can get yeah, no virus. That's true. So, alright, does anybody, you watch porn regularly? No. You, you don't, don't watch porn regularly? What do you close your eyes? Yes, absolutely. You close your eyes when you jerk it. Absolutely. No, seriously. <laughs> no, like I, that. You just imagine, like you put no, yourself like in I, the no, like lights and lights of candles. Yeah, like yeah, you're, yeah. You're like, I get the bubble bath going, you know, a little light. So you're like a woman who masturbates, <laughs> right? You gonna get your book out? <laughs> the Kama Sutra book, like oh yeah. So like seriously though, like so you don't watch porn. When you, on a, I mean, on occasion. Yeah. When you take care of it. I mean, what else are you going to do? I feel like imaginary is just too boring. See, like, and we've, we've, I've, this is something we should bring up too, but like, so like dirty pictures, obviously those are fewer and far between the, the more, like, longer relationship goes, right? So, and that was one of the always things like, oh, you, you know, if you have all these pictures of me, what do you need porn for? It's the, the new and exciting stuff. But, so seriously, like, you, I'm not going to get into how often you jerk it. That's kind of where I was going. That's what I was... So it's not very often. No. So it's not very often you watch porn. But when you jerk it, you do watch porn. I mean, yeah. So what's your go-to site? Pornhub? I feel like Pornhub's like the, like, like the go-to yeah, site. I mean, it's... I think it's like the go-to site. Like, that's the one that's... that's the, the, Everybody knows The it common is. name, yeah. porn site. You know it's free. You know it's going to have something good on it. <laughs> so you might as well fucking check it out. Sometimes I'm disappointed. I feel like you still get off though, don't you? That's what I thought, motherfucker. <laughs> You're 163 pages in, and I still can't find the one. No. So are you, are you a porn? Are you a frequent jerker, Mike? You know, I was. You were. And I was. Since since the person sitting to your left has I, has joined, you're not a frequent jerker anymore. No, I. In a way, I still am, but I just I just don't find it enjoyable. Because I feel like you told me that same thing. You're like, it doesn't do anything for me. No. Yeah, I'm hitting that point. Because I've never had, like, good, consistent pussy like this. Man, look at... She, she is glowing. That like, was a right compliment of my ear, like... Woo! I, I ain't even fucking around. My ex, I was, like, on and off with her for however many years. And, like, I still found myself having to resort to fucking jerking off. Because she, she played pussy like it was a game. So was it like a, a lot of girls do that though? They do. Yeah, they like dangle it. They, they, yeah, they use this like use it against yeah, you. Use, yeah, which is bullshit. But was it a frequency thing, or was it like, did you guys have a, a good regular sex life that like satisfied you? So it wasn't like a satisfaction <laughs> thing, or was it like uh, there was too much time in between? You know, it was a little bit of both. So um, obviously there, there was time in between, which was because a bunch of bullshit. Like, we go out drinking or whatever, and she'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to fuck you tonight. And I'd get all fucking excited, and then fucking oh, she yeah. goes to bed, and she's passed the fuck out. And I'm like, okay, Woo. whatever. You're preaching to the choir, son. going <laughs> uh, fucking kill you. Let me tell you. Well, no, and, and that's, I understand that. And that's why, like, I think we've talked about it. Like, you don't, you know, as, especially yeah. as a stay-at-home mom, you don't send a dirty text at 10 o'clock in the morning 
because you don't want to get his hopes up all day, and then you've had a really shit day, and then it sucks. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I feel like you're 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 offering a build up for for nothing. For nothing, yeah. and it, it's that is where I I feel like there's a lot of disappointment on on I think, whoever's yeah, in. I think a lot of relationships over time end up that way because someone's trying to be like all sexy, you know, and everyone's for it. But then when it comes down to like the time, it's like, oh, that was just. I was just yeah. fucking with you or whatever, you know, like, yeah. that's bullshit. Well, I can tell you, last night, I even tried to, like, play some genuine, some pony, <laughs> and, like, do some sexy dance. Like, I played it for, like, a hot some, second. Some as like, get it up. Yeah, like, I played it for a hot second as, like, a, hmm, is she gonna think that, like, is this real? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I tested the waters, and, like, I got no reaction, so I'm like, pause, fuck it, let's go to bed. <laughs> turn TV on. Yeah, turn TV on, let's watch some fucking... Gabriel, we're watching that Gabriel Fernandez trial right now. That's just wild, dude. Wild. Oh, the football player, dude? No, 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 no. It's the kid. The one that the parents killed the kid. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, dude, if you're, like, that's hard for me to watch, but it's, dude, it's it's wild. But anyway, so back to Mike's, like, so it was a little bit of both. So you used to be a frequent jerker, and now you are you are satisfied. Yeah. With butt plugs shooting across the room and <laughs> paddles. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually want to touch back to the, the whole X thing. It was it was real fucked. So like I'd <laughs> I I'd do something as simple as I'd go out and ride my motorcycle too late at night and then she'd be like, Alright, no, you're an asshole. You don't get any pussy tonight. Oh, so she she'd like straight up like tell you like you ain't getting no pussy tonight. Yeah. Oh, see, that's bullshit. Yeah, that is bullshit. So there was a bunch of that, so that obviously created frequency issues. And then when, when it did happen, um, I, I guess the best way to put it is pussy wasn't very good. So it took me a long time, and uh, it'd get to a point where she'd be like, I'm hurting, you gotta stop. Oh, so it was like, it was too long. Yeah. and Like, you, you fucked her raw. Yeah, like, I, I could have kept going. I, was, I, I wanted to keep going, but I'd, I'd still end up having to fucking take care of myself. Oh, see, that's, like, ultimate disappointment, I mm-hmm. feel like. And But would she, like, offer, like, in other ways to help you finish, or, or no? <laughs> Occasionally, but, um... <laughs> she struggled with tendonitis, and, and then, yeah. uh... What her about, her uh, jaw hurt. <laughs> I hope I hope to God she listens to this one day. <laughs> Man, no, I was I was thinking that I'm, I was. Hey, you should send you should send it to her fucking tomorrow. No, no, I will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, what's her name? Should we give her a shout out real quick? Uh, should we? Sure. No. Oh, I'm staying out of this one. All right, Mike, you got to give the shout out. Celie's leaving, dude. Oh, Celie's still friends with her, isn't he? Yeah, I'm going to hear about it. <laughs> Why Who cares? Who cares? Because I don't want to deal with it. This is entertainment purposes, yeah. buddy. Motherfucker, she's done it in a box of rocks. She ain't ever going to find this. Let her, a, let her send it to her. Listen, let her show up here and plead her case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. We'll get her out next week. <laughs> Listen, we thought the whole pizza thing was her. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's the crazy ex, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's up to you if you want to give her a shout out or not. Blast her. It's up to you. I, I, I'm all right. gonna. All right, Terry, this is pretty fucked up. I'm there doing a lot better now. <laughs> yes. He's got that good, good pussy. But anyways, let's go back to the porn thing, since I obviously I take care of myself a lot. Um, you know how you guys were saying you guys dealt with a lot of uh, what was dial-up porn back in the day? Yeah. So 
my parents were real strict. I like wasn't allowed on the computer past like six p.m. Mm-hmm. Then obviously, like I didn't have a phone until I was like way in high school, and uh, obviously I was on a mission. I, <laughs> I I've got quite the quite the stack of porno mags. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so, I bet. So it's funny sometimes for uh, for uh, nostalgic reasons, I would I would go You'd back break them go back to the analogs, <laughs> get that hairy find like the sticky the, page. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the problem is you you'd be looking for the sticky page, but it was fucking stuck together. It's like you can't, can't look find at it. it. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, so we got to cut it off because we are over our time limit tonight. But one thing I do want to hit. Send me a fucking email. Tell me what you guys want to hear about. Tell us what we're not doing right. I guess uh, if you're Mike's ex, you can send me an email too and yell at me. I don't know. But anyways, email real quick is maddieselperformance, the number one, at gmail.com. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't like. I don't know. You guys can keep telling us if you think Pegging's gay and fucking make Cameron cry himself to sleep every night. But either way. Mike, keep your midget. Pegging yourself. <laughs> yeah, Mike, with your midget pegging, that can that can stay. But we'll we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, guys, like, comment, share, subscribe. You know what to do. Send me emails, fan mail, bikini cleaner girl. We're still hiring. We will see you guys next week. Peace.